And welcome back to Afterburn After Hours. So we're going to do a little mini so today. Uh, we're going to try to keep this under 15. So mm-hmm. we've That's tried We've tried that before, <laughs> and uh, we've, so, we've sometimes been successful. Today's episode, we have, we're joined by Madison again. So Madison, welcome back. Thank you. And we are going to talk about what are you made of? Will, what are you made of? Oh, so many things. <laughs> Glitter, <Glitter's> sparkle. <laughs> coffee. Coffee. Ice coffee. Red Bull. Red Bull. <laughs> nice. No, but here's the thing. Your body is, is going to be a hundred, is going to be made up of fat mass and lean mass. You are going to be a hundred percent. But what is the variant? How much fat mass do you have? What percent of fat mass do you have versus percent of lean mass? Those are very important numbers to see what's going on inside your body and a trackable number. Mm. A far better trackable number than how much you weigh today versus how much you weigh tomorrow. Yeah. It's a it's a number that you can follow, that you can see how what's going up, what's going down. Think of you know your body has scales, if you will, you know, um, column A versus column B. But you can only truly get that number. Well there's many ways to get that number. But the best and most efficient way, scientifically, is to do... Sam, what do we have? We have something for this, right? Really fancy and (laughs) so valuable. Um, It's called the InBody Scanner. And what that is, is it uses bioelectrical impedance. So you will see um, different metal plates on it. Well, you'd step on it barefoot and have your hands grasp on the, uh, the thumbs on the metal plates on the handles. And it does an analysis of breaking down your segments of your body, the five different ones between your limbs and your trunk. And it creates, um, it uses impedance. So there's a very weak electrical current. You don't feel it. Uh, run through your body. And that current, depending on how quickly it travels, it's able to come up with the formula on what is made up of muscle mass and, or lean mass and what's made up of adipose or of fat mass. It's really cool. Um, a lot of information can be gathered from it. And that goes into your Orange Theory app, which is something, again, measurable. And you can kind of see over time how your body transforms and get a really great picture of what your metabolic rate is. Yep. So yep. hold on one second so we can clarify for the audience. The electrical impedance, that portion of it, is going to be determined based off of how quickly that electric current travels through your body and hits those. So there's there's nine target points nine with target our points. with our in body. Yep. So it's going to it's going to time how long it takes to get to those different target points from those different um, impedance uh, benchmarks. So like on the hands and the feet. The plates. Yep. So muscle is made up of water. Yep. Water is a conductor, and that means that the quicker that that current travels through that's telling the machine that there's more water, less fat. Exactly. So that's really why we have different times of the day that you should step on there. We don't want you stepping on it after you've just dehydrated yourself from class because Mm -hmm. obviously if you're dehydrated, that's going to work against you when it comes to electrical currents. So there's some, there's some times of day and, and, and uh, different restrictions around when you can get on it, but just wanted to throw that out there. That's what the impedance is for. And so like back in the day, we used to have the handheld ones when probably we were in big box gym. Oh yeah. Yeah, That had two points of contact and it was, it was really off when it came to accuracy. 
when you have nine points of contact, it's way more accurate. So just wanted to kind of put that out there is, is it's a conduction point for how quickly that current travels around the body. And, and then there's an algorithm people have made way smarter than myself uh, <laughs> on, on, on that formula of how to come up with that percentage. So that's what I'll say on that. What's it? There's no such thing as bad news really when it comes to your body, but it does give you, it gives you the good mm-hmm. and it gives you the improvement. Yep. So it gives you that like, okay, you are at whatever body fat percentage you are. It is what it is. You are in it. You are in the correct place to change it. You're in the right mindset to change it because you've taken the steps to be there at Orange and get on the in body in the first place. So kudos right that in there. But it also gives you your lean mass. That's a fun number to look at that really gets overlooked. Mm-hmm. It tells you like you were strong. Here's how strong you are. Here's how much lean mass you have. Mm-hmm. And it wants you to increase. That's the number we want to increase. Yes. I feel like it can be, like you were saying, it can be overlooked a lot of times. Like they, people that get on it sometimes, they'll hone in on one thing. And it may not be the result that they were looking for. However, like you were saying, it's not necessarily a bad result. It's room for improvement. Yep. But typically that's all they see. Yep. When then you have to kind of redirect their focus and you're like, okay, look at this. Look at the skeletal mass. Look at your lean mass. Like you've improved so much from say the first time you got on this in body. Yep. Take this as your win versus honing in on one thing that you may not be the biggest fan of. Yeah. And it's, it goes back to smart goals and what are your goals? If your goal is to be stronger, well, now we know what number to focus on. Mm-hmm. Now you have the number to look at. Yep. If your goal, if it says that you are, 70 pounds of lean mass, great. Your, your goal is going to be 71. And what's great about that is as one goes up, one must come down. Your body cannot be 110%. No matter how much of an overachiever you are, you can't. You can't. So you're going to, you really can just see one coming up, one going down. Now, Sam, this the in-body should be every day, right? Or am I wrong on that? Oh, um, my dear, I <laughs> hate to wrong. tell you, but no, you need a little bit of time in between scans. It's not like a typical scale of just measuring body weight because, as you know, your body weight fluctuates often throughout the day and daily. Um, with an in-body scan, love to see somewhere between 8 to 12 weeks. Sometimes the more patience you have, the better the payoff is with it yep. Yep. and yep. the more consistency. So wouldn't want to coach anybody into rushing in-between scans every month or so. That's still not enough time for weeks. You can see a little bit of a change, but if you keep repeating them too frequently – you're not going to get the results that you were expecting. The numbers yeah. aren't going to shift quite as much. Yeah. It could be a discouraging at some exactly. point if you yeah. do it too quick. Exactly. And, and if you think about it, how long does it take to add a pound to two pounds of lean body mass? Roughly, they monthly, you could add one, maybe two pounds of lean body mass. That is if you're following a very strict diet, mm, high in protein. All the pieces, like all the pieces. That is, but you think about it, that's 12 pounds a year of lean body mass. So one pound a month. You're not gonna really see that until that 12 week mark because mm-hmm. you know we're talking about somebody who's going in and doing major muscle damage. They're breaking a lot of tissue down. They're spending time building it back up with tons of calories, protein. So there's, there's, there's kind of a perfect mixture for Mm -hmm. that environment to happen inside the body for the general public. I would say you're looking at eight weeks, 12 weeks to see about a one to two pound difference in your lean body mass. And again, Mm -hmm. that's if you're feeding the machine, this isn't just because you're coming to the gym. Mm -hmm. 
the opposite effect can happen if you're not feeling yourself. So if you get on that in body and you get discouraged because you saw your lean body mass drop down and your fat mass go up or stay the same, it's because you're potentially starving your muscles and starving yourself to the point where your calories are so low that your muscles can't survive and your body's eating it for fuel. Mm -hmm. There, I think, is where we come into the, uh, I, don't even know, I don't even know the politically correct term to, uh, to call it. Oh, I got, mm, mm, there's not a, this, it's when you, um, <laughs> ugh, there was a term, this is not the term we use anymore. But there was a term where it's called skinny fat. Mm-hmm. We don't really say skinny fat anymore because there's got a lot of implications to it. But what it can say is that, yes, you may appear to be traditionally skinny. Mm-hmm. Or smaller. Or smaller. Yeah. You, may be, you have a low hip-to-waist ratio. Yeah. However, you're not able to grab heavier weights. You're not able to run. You're not able to perform at what would be the assumed Ability based on you, the tradi- the on, your, yeah. on you, the way you look. your stature, yeah, your stature. Um, so what can happen there is you look skinny, but internally you've got a lot more fat mass on you because fat mass is always mean density size because you aren't feeding your body. Mm-hmm. You're following potentially a poor nutrition advice, like twelve hundred calories a day and two almonds, um, but you're just not the way you look. And the way you perform are not seeing eye to eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what other term to say to that. And, well, think about this. Muscle and fat weigh the same. They do. There was this yeah. this whole like. Muscle weighs more than fat. Yeah. Muscle. It's just more dense. Five so pounds. serious difference. <laughs> yeah. Stop saying it. <laughs> five pounds is five pounds is five pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't change. No. So if you look at that, if you, if you weigh 125 pounds and you're 50% body fat, or you weigh 125 pounds and you're 30% body fat. You look way different. You look way different, but you weigh the same. Yes. So there is no muscle weighs more than fat. Muscle is more dense. Fat takes up more space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the difference when it comes down to how they appear on the body. Mm -hmm. It's not a weight thing. Yeah. This is why skinny isn't usually a good goal. Right. Right. Um, Big or muscular isn't usually a goal. Mm -hmm. There's more into it that leans that you want to get more specific with it mm-hmm. come in i want to be skinny i don't i don't know what that means <laughs> when when you start putting on i'm talking to either of you two because you've been in the bodybuilding phase and and whatnot and when you really started to put on mass what did you notice with your um like your metabolism and your metabolic rate when you put on more muscle lean muscle mass i was starving yeah Eve starving because it goes it the skyrockets up your muscles are greedy met. Yes. Yeah. So that's why we have such a big focus on developing a greater muscle mass and trying to reduce your body fat percentage because of health reasons. But for the muscle mass aspect of it, that's how your metabolic rate is derived on the in-body scan. Yep. It's based mm-hmm. off of how many calories per day your body needs just yep. to kind uh-huh. of survive, go through yeah. the motions. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And the more muscle you have, the more calories you need. And I think a lot of people miss how much they are either under eating or overeating, oh, yeah. and then then your targets miss for your goals. Yep. Correct. So yep. I have a perfect tie-in for Sam Uh-oh. with what she just said. If you've ever watched Naked and Afraid, <laughs> I, here we go. I can give you all the stats and how much weight they lose and how they, their body yes, <laughs> yes. So on that show, twenty-one days, right? Yes, for most part. Okay, for twenty-one days, they're stuck on this island, potentially don't have any food, what, what, whatever, whatever. So they look. They always compare them when they got to the island or when they got off. What do they look like? Completely famished and just malnourished, wrecked. They, yeah. yeah, but what's their weight look like? 
their weight is usually like a 20 pound difference, but their muscle mass is just like strict. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you, they usually like, they lose like six to 15% of lean muscle mass. Yeah. yeah it's it, baggy. So exactly. Survivor. So yeah. Yeah. Huh. So a little, it, that's like what we're talking about here is that's the comparison is when you look at that, it's like they, they just didn't have the fuel to yep. keep mu- muscles greedy. Mm-hmm. Your body mm-hmm. loves fat. Fat literally just hangs out. Mm-hmm. Yep. It yeah. hangs out. Yeah, she's she's a couch surfer. Isn't that what she said? We said last. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she is an unwelcome family guest who overstayed the welcome. <laughs> there we go. And and so your body's like, hey, fat. I'm cool. Muscle. You gotta go. And if I don't yeah. have the calorie consumption to maintain it, then it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. And just like naked and afraid, they don't have enough calories and protein to either not even add, but just maintain mm-hmm. the body mass. And so what Sam's talking about, your basal metabolic rate, this is just what it takes to breathe, move from your couch to the refrigerator, yeah. you get in your car and drive to work. Does include exercise. No, yeah. does not just include exercise. Yes. And it's a great number, because again, we, we coaches can do what we can, but we are limited with what we're able to give out. It's a great number to then take to a dietitian. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great number to go, here's this, and your dietitian's gonna go, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. This makes my job so much easier. Thank you so much. Oh, what did yeah. you do? They're like, I wanted an embodied orange cherry. It all works out great. But take that to a dietitian, and that's when you can get real proper meal planning. And mm. <laughs> this is like, I used to challenge people to just eat their calories just for BMR. Mm. And they're like, holy cow, that was tough. Well, one, it's because you're eating empty calories. Mm-hmm. So you're not eating very nutrient dense foods. Yep. So you're eating way too much to get very little versus eating very little to get a lot. So those high, like avocados and nuts and these very nutrient dense foods, uh, it doesn't take a lot to get a lot of calories out of them. Mm-hmm. But if you just try to eat to your BMR, you're going to find out you're not eating enough. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're going to make, wow, 1600, 1800 calories is a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to think people that are putting on a lot of muscle, they're eating 3,000, 4,000 yeah. calories a day. Mm-hmm. That's a way different ball game. And think about what, uh, how much we actually could eat. For example, a blooming onion at Outback Steakhouse <laughs> is 6,000 calories. <sighs> that is 6,000 No way, calories. really? A blooming onion, if a full blooming onion with, if you ate the whole thing and the sauce that comes with it, one person, it's about 6,000 calories. Wow. That's why. I can believe that. I just what? ate a firehouse average, and it was like 1,100 calories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the average slice from the Cheesecake Factory is anywhere from 18 to 3,000 calories. Yeah. Yeah. So you think about it when you're like, 800 calories, that sounds like a lot. Well, it sounds like a lot because you can eat that in one meal, but you didn't feel anything from Energy that. Energy-wise, it, it gave nutri- you nothing. It did nothing yeah. for you. Right. Maybe you felt really good for five minutes. Like, made you tired. Or yeah. made you tired. <laughs> but when, as opposed to eating, you know, 1,000 calories worth of Fruits and vegetables is so, going to take time. So satisfied. You're going to feel yeah. full because of fiber. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's fifteen ten. Oh, just a little long story little. short. <laughs> get get an embody, and don't be discouraged by what you see. Yep. But set some goals around. And set some. Real, we've talked about goal setting and, and discipline and everything like that on this on these on past episodes. But get get the embody. Set some goals. Talk to your yep. coach, and then don't get another one for twelve weeks. And if you get that next one in 12 weeks and you're upset, I'm, I'm just kind of spitballing here, but what do I need to go back to the drawing board for mm-hmm. Madison? If, if I don't see the results I'm looking for in that 12 week time period, 
reevaluate what you're doing. Where? Where? Inside or outside the studio? I would say both. I would say inside, kind of take a hard look at what we're doing in class, but then also kind of take a hard look on, okay, how can I prove outside of it? Like Will said, there's we can brush the surface of some things with nutrition, but if we need to take a deeper dive into it, go mm-hmm. from there too. So I would say both inside and out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Educate yourself. Embody mm-hmm. is a great tool, but it's a tool. Yes. Yeah. That's all it is. It's a tool to help you educate, be more educated about your own body and where you need to go next. 100. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Got anything else? <laughs> All right. Perfect. Well, hey, mini episode is over. Uh, have a great time the rest of your day, Madison. I know you're done, right? Yep. Going okay. home to the puppy. Perfect. Same. But no puppy. Okay. <laughs> I got to go back to work. Oh, okay. All right. Aww. Me too. That's okay. All right, guys. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye, y'all.